Okay, we're in the middle of the sugi of Amir Lachem. Correct? Gavaldik. Yesterday, yesterday. Um, the last year that we talked about this, we discussed um, the basic idea of the Alochas of Amir Lachem, why it's Asa, the various reasons, and Nafkaminas why it's Asa. Today, we want to move on to the Alochas. Um, the truth of the matter is, we could probably spend about three weeks on this halacha, and I'll be honest with you, there is so much. Ian Bikias, going through the Londus, going through the Rishonim, the Marmakoimis, the different shitas, different examples. There is just an absolute ton. And really we should, but because there is so much more for us to learn, and there's so much more waiting for us to understand, so for the sake of that, we're just going to go through as much as we possibly can to make it as simple, easy, and practical as possible. So, one question which we asked before we move on to today's main sugya, is asking a goy before Shabbos to do a malacha on Shabbos. Right? Now, we already explained it last time that it's Asa, and the reason simply is because there are a few reasons why Mirlachim is Asa. One is Vadaba Dava, you're saying something on Shabbos that you cannot do, that's Asa, but it's okay because I did it on a Wednesday. I told him on Wednesday. Whereas, the, the main problem over here is that Mirlachim is Al Shlichos. He's doing something for me on Shabbos, he's doing something for me. So that's why you cannot also do it. The exception to that really is Ben Ashmoshes. Ben Ashmoshes, you are allowed, I heard once a mice, a very interesting story of the Yeshiva. That went away. They took the Olam away for you know for an extended period of time. Very nice of them. And uh, there was an issue there with Shkia, with Hadlokas Aneris over there. And they asked the goy to light a candle during Bein Hashmoshos. And the Olam, you know, the, uh, the Olam Hayeshiva over there were very like, hold on a minute, Amirul Akum, how are you allowed to do it? What's Pshat? Whatever. And the answer is because Bein Hashmoshos, the Tzorich Mitzvah, you are allowed to ask a goy because Bein Hashmoshos of Erev Shabbos, not of Motzah Shabbos, obviously, because Motzah Shabbos is something eraser. Whereas Erev Shabbos is a bit more makele. And therefore, especially if you have a Also, to be so mechon, whatever it is, I'm not going to go into all of the details at this moment of time. But therefore, there's definitely a mock and bin shmoshes to be mekel. I remember once a guy comes running into uh, Kabbalah Shabbos into the shul one time, and um, they forgot to switch the thing off the mikveh. So every time a person goes into the mikveh, it calculates how, you know, the, what's it called, the turnstile or something? Is that what it's called? Turnstile, right? So every time a guy went through, it made like an electric, either the light or the click or whatever it was. So they came into me, they asked me, like, what are you going to do? I'll be allowed to ask a guy to switch it off. And I told them in that situation, without going into details, that it would be Muta, because uh, it was Ben Ashmoshes at the time. And you don't want people to be over Naveris, which, which we maybe will get into, but he's But what I want to discuss today is as follows. There's an which means, and this is very important to understand, because there are many heterim for Amir al-Akam. There are many times that we're going to say that it is permitted to ask a goy to do something on Shabbos Kodesh for you. But there's one problem you have to get out of, and that is the following problem. There's a Mishnah in Shabbos Kufchov base. The Mishnah says, if a goy comes along to do a malacha for himself, he does a malacha for himself, he switches on the light for himself, the air conditioning for himself, he makes himself a coffee, uh, puts on the kettle, whatever it may be. A goy comes and does a malach of himself. Says the Mishnah is allowed to have a yid, is allowed to have hanar from it. However, <coughs> says the Mishnah, if a goy does a malach for a Jew, then it's absolutely awesome to have any hanar from it whatsoever. Right? Why is it awesome? Why is it awesome? What's the reason why it's awesome? So the Mishnah Brewer already says, Vav, the reason is because you're going to come to ask him. Meaning, if you are allowed and you are permitted to enjoy that which the Goy did for you, then you're going to come to ask him. And therefore, it's also to have any honor. However, I want to tell you the following. Okay, listen carefully, it's very, very important. The Mishnah says like this. If a Goy lit a candle, nowadays put on a light, a Yid is allowed to have honor. But if he lit it for a Goy, it's Asa. Right? That's what we said the Mishnah. That's clear. Rashi says it's Nisad Rabbonon. It's Nisad Rabbonon. It's Nisad Rabbonon to have any honor. So I was Rashi. 
Amzalon Toysus. And Toysus says, I don't understand. I have a problem. I have a problem. Says Toysus, why is this different to another case? Why is this different to the case before when the Goy comes to put out a fire in a Goyesha house? Rachman al-Itzlan. There's a fire in a, go- in a Yiddish house and a Goy comes to put out the fire. You're not allowed to tell him to do it. You're not allowed. As long as there's no Pekorach, never should fall, no one's going to die. I, all your possessions are going to go up in flames. Sorry, nothing could do about it. You can't tell a Goy to put it out. Right? That's Allah that everyone knows. Right? If you have a house in the middle of nowhere, it's not affecting anyone, it goes on fire, you cannot call fire brigade or the fire station or whatever you want to call them. You can't do that because you're... If it's in the middle of the house, there's another house that has a catch on fire, because maybe someone's in the house, maybe someone's in the next house, 100%, no shadow whatsoever. Although in the middle of absolutely nowhere, it's not going to spread, no one's in there, 100% no one's in there, no one's going to be, no person is going to be damaged, just a lot of property, not doing anything. Says the Gemara, this is Tosus Kasha, you're not allowed to tell him to do it, but you can allow him to do it. And he's a guy who says, oh my gosh, there's a fire there, I think I'll put it out. You have to tell him, no, you're not allowed to chop his Kodesh. Absolutely not. <laughs> you want to do it? But Vakasha, off you go, man. So what's the difference? Fakitos is a Kasha. What happened to our Mishnah? The Nata Vano. What's the Terence? Want to say? It's fire. It's no? Who? It's fire. What do you mean it's a fire? No, it's not dangerous. It's the cloud not dangerous. No one is going to die, no one's going to get hurt, everyone's going to be great. It's not dangerous. That's not Tosis Kasha. Tosis Kasha is in a case where it's 100% not dangerous. The guy comes along and says, I'm going to put out your fire. Okay. Sicha. A guy's doing malacha for who? For a year. It's not thinking for himself. Think of you. How you to have an or what? He's not thinking for personal pleasure. He's a nice guy. There are some people out there that are nice people that want to do nice people for other people. They see a fire there. They're never. I don't know what's wrong with this Jew. He's not putting it out. I'll do it for him. He's not doing it for himself. He's going to walk away and not get anything. No, my side. What's the terrorist to Tosfos? No, the answer is what? Yeah. Well, no, the answer is a very, very big site. This Tosfos we use Adayimazeh. There's a different types of Hano. There's a Hano Chiyuvis and a Hano, a hano that's non Chiyuvis. There's a real Hano and there's an indirect Hano. I'll give you the example. Simple. When you switch on the air conditioning and it's boiling hot outside, that is a pure direct Hano. It's boiling hot, you're switching on the air conditioning, ah, machaya. What if the light is on in my room and a guy switches it off? Am I getting a direct hana from what he did? Or he just took away the light? It's like getting a plus or taking away a bad. Yeah, very good. Getting a plus or taking away a bad, nice. Light, are you with me? You get the right difference, right? Now the difference is a hano that is a direct hano based on what the goy did for a year. Bang! That's going to be asked to have any hano on Shabbos. Mitzvah she says. But if he doesn't give you a direct hano, he's just removing something. Then it's okay. That's the terrorist to And that, by the way, is enough gemina for us when it comes to Amulakim. Whenever a goy is doing something that is a direct hano, without the shaila which we'll get to of how to ask him to do it, how do I get him to do it? We'll talk about it. Without that, he's doing it anyway. He figures out himself. He lives in the house. He knows what you want. He switches on the action. Beep. That's where the Shiloh will come in. No, he's not taking the heat. 
is giving you a positive hano. Echadashim is now blowing. Ah, I can feel it. It's kishmak. I get a direct hano. That she did. When he switches off my light that's in my room, now I can sleep. I'm looking at direct hano. Is everybody clear on that? Because it's very, very important. Okay. Now. So basically, it's what we call, the Mishabura calls a Hana Gufi and Ein Hana Gufi. It all depends whether you're getting a real Hana or not getting Hana. Now, even if it's a real Hana, by the way, you're not allowed to get Hana, you're not allowed to get Hana until when? When are you, yes, allowed to get Hana in this case? Hello? This is what the Ran says, Shukhanor Paschal is a very shine aloof. Until Kadesh Yasa, Shukhan Jin Yudches, also Shin Yudches brings in the Fisif Aleph, but not like the Gabinis. Kadesh means you have to wait the amount of time it takes to do the malacha. It's a big shayla, but if you go in a news channel in Eretz Yisrael, and the Yidden over there, unfortunately, were doing malachas on Shabbos, and you're getting Hanor straight after Shabbos, are you allowed to straight away switch on the, you know, the, the channel to hear what they're saying if they were doing malacha on Shabbos? Because really the malacha is a guy that does a malacha, especially if it's for a Yid, then you're not allowed to have Hanor from it, not only on Shabbos, but even on Matzah Shabbos, until it waits Kadeshi Yasa. The amount of time it took him to make that malacha. So for example, he puts on the kettle for you, right before Shabbos, because he knows the first thing about the Shabbos, he needs a coffee. So he puts on the kettle, you're not allowed to have Hanor. Even Matzah Shabbos you have to wait... Shabbos went out, I can have a no. No, you have to wait the amount of time it takes to heat up the water. That's Kadeshi. Also, the Mishabur says a very shy mostly got the base. The reason is because we're worried that if we allow you to have a no, even a month of Shabbos, on Shabbos you're going to come to ask him. Is everybody with me? Okay, we're saying very, very simple, clear things at this moment of time. And that's a very, very important thing. Let's move on, Rabbi Sai. Let's move on. Okay, that's Kadeshi Yasu. Let's uh, talk about a couple of other things as well, which are also very important. Um, okay. So non gufanov if a yid does something, if a Jew, if a goy does something for a yid that is not getting pure hana from it, then you are allowed to have any hana, so to speak, from there. And not only that, there's no chiv to protest. Now, what does that mean, what I just said? What I mean is like this. There's a problem. The problem is that when a yid, when a goy does something for a yid, when a guy does something for a year that you are going to get pure hana, there's an obligation to make him a chor. You make afghana. You protest. Right? It's a Gemara. It's a Mishnah in Shabbos Kuv. Nun. Aleph. Oman Aleph. Where a guy comes to put out the fire. Don't tell him to put it out or not. Right? But if it's a child, you don't have to let him. Says the Gemara. A child, you have to stop him because he's doing it al das oviv. Says the Gemara, the kavasi gabi nachri to go over the dated yisomi shari chayiv mechav. In other words, see from the Gemara, when a guy does a malacha for a yid, you have to stop him. Say, excuse me, you're not allowed to do that. Please don't do that. But that's only if he's giving you a real hana. If he's not giving you a real hana, then there's no problem. So, in other words, like this, Rabbi. So let's get this very clear because again, like I told you, we can spend two weeks on making this extremely clear. But I'm trying to get it as clear as we can. In a situation. Where the goy is giving you a real hana, you have to stop him. You're not allowed. You're not. You're not. Allowed, you're not even allowed to allow him to do it. Whereas in a case where he's not giving you real hana, so then there's no chiv machar. There's no chiv to protest. And maybe you're allowed to ask him to do it. Tali, you with me? Yeah, Naftali. Okay. Next thing. Okay, we're going to go in stages. We're trying to get it here as we can. To sefas hana. Adding Hana, which means the is of having Hana from that which a goy does, does not apply in a situation where he gives you extra Hana. Like the Shulchanach says in Reisha involves Siv Dalit, if he adds another light when there was a light on previously, then it's Mutta. I'm allowed to have Hana. 
even though he puts on a light. Right? This is a very common Shiloh when I deal with this during the summer vacation where people call up from Schweiz and from Italy and from Spain or whatever it is and I'm in, a, I'm, in a, I'm in a hotel or I'm in a guest house, whatever it is and every time I walk out the guy switches on the light. What am I allowed to do? Am I allowed to have a no? Not allowed to have a no? All sorts of Shilohs. So one of the questions is is there a ready light? If there was a ready light that you could have done something and just made it more Geshvat then it's okay. I'll give you an example. Let's say you're in the Bismedrash over here and you're learning. As you do on a Shabbos. As you do. And you're sitting and learning. And it's Kishma. They didn't put on the Nivreshet. Did they, Mazer? They didn't put on the chandelier. What did you Hebrew? Nivreshet. They didn't put on the Nivreshet. All of the guy comes in, he's cleaning the place up. He says, Oh, Nebuch, this guy's sitting and straining his eyes, trying to see. He can see, he can read. But the mice, it's a bit difficult. He switches on the Nivreshet, he switches on the chandelier. Ooh! Absolutely. Because it's Tesefes Hano. Extra Hano. It's always going to be motor, and that's a very important aside. Another example, Rabbi Yisrael, is a hanar that the goy did, that the melacha could have been done beheta through yid. If you could have done it beheta and the goy did it beisa, you're allowed to have hanar. I'll give an example. You're in a hotel, and you need something in the room, and you order something, you go to the front desk, and, and, and you ask them for it, I'll bring it up, whatever, it's okay, we'll send someone. You're in the second floor. You can pick it up. The goy uses the elevator. You're allowed to have hanar. How about that? Because he could have gone by stairs. Now, if you live on the 164th floor, then maybe you have a problem. Because on the 164th floor, there's no way, no, no one's using the staircase, then you have to use the elevator, and there's no way you've got to done it better. This is, by the way, we're moving a lot, we're, going, we're covering a lot of topics in a small amount of time. If you give your car in to be fixed to the car mechanic guy, right, opposite, oh, it's got there, right, got the guy over there, right? You give it in before Shabbos, and he does it on Shabbos. He's Jewish? Okay, not him then. He's religious? Okay, so he's closed. But theoretically, if a guy was open, you know, Tavano, he did it on Shabbos. For me. He did a malacha on Shabbos for a yid. What's the answer? Okay, this is a taz, we're not going to go into that all different cheetahs. If he could have done it before Shabbos, but he chose to do it on Shabbos for his personal benefit, that's for him, not for me. If he chose to use the elevator, but he, but because he could have used the staircase, I was only on the second floor, that's not my problem, I'm allowed to have an Whenever the malacha could have been done, Beheta, but he did it beisa, and for sure if I could have done it beheta, then I'm allowed to have hana without any problem with that whatsoever. Okay, so those are pretty much the cases over there. All right, um, there's a lot more Rabbi Sai. There's a lot more that we have to discuss. It's late now. We're going to have to continue beisa Hashem tomorrow. I want to continue a little bit the sugi of hana, and then I want to move on to the amira. How are you actually allowed to get a goy to do it? If most of the times you're not allowed to have hana. Tell you to get him to do it. Be'ez Hashem tomorrow. We shall discuss it. Have a wonderful, wonderful day.